Hey family, how are you? I pray all is well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and you. That's right. He is your God and what a mighty God he is. So family, I would like to apologize for my absence. It's been a long, long few weeks, months, and I... I just had to, you know, get back on and let you guys know what has been going on. Um, I recently lost my father. I buried him on Monday. And it's just been a long journey. But to God be the glory. He's he's an amazing God. He's on the throne and in control. And I wanted to come on today and encourage the hearts of so many who are going through loss right now. The loss of a parent, a child, a spouse, a brother, a sister, a friend. God knows, God sees, and God understands. As the service was taking place, the message was timely. Very timely. And he came out of 1 Thessalonians 4. 1318 and the Bible reads brothers and sisters we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope for we believe that Jesus died and rose again so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him According to the Lord's words, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet's call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. So as I'm hearing it, I've heard this scripture many times. I think this is probably one of the scriptures that they probably quote at almost every funeral to encourage the family. But it hit different for me. It hit really different for me. My father, uh, he wasn't the perfect man. He made a lot of mistakes. He wasn't the perfect husband. And he definitely wasn't the perfect father. But what my father did get right was that he gave his life to Jesus. And his flawed, human, inconsistent ways, the smartest thing he did was give his life to Christ Jesus. So when I read this over again, it hit different. 
the words of the pastor that was leading the service, he said the word that God gave him was hope. We need hope right now. There's so many people who are being taken away and going to be with the Lord. And some not so. And this is what prompted me to share this message with you. With you and for you to share with your family. I have confidence that both my mother and my father are walking the streets of gold. I have confidence that one day, one day, when Jesus take me home, that I will see them again. And I want you to have that same confidence. I want you to know that you know that if God was to show up right now, that you know where you're going. Your loved ones, where are they going? I, 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 I share many times and I talk about repentance and being in the presence of the Lord. That is my message. But it's, it's hidden so different and it's becoming so real. And death is knocking at each and every one of our doors. We're not guaranteed nothing, nothing, but we are guaranteed death. The minute we come out the womb, death is on the horizon. That's the only thing that we can really count on. So why not make sure that you have your eternity sealed? Why not make sure that you know where you're going? To spend eternity away from the presence of love. To spend eternity away from the presence of peace. To spend eternity away from the presence of comfort is punishment all in itself. God is love. God is peace. God is love. God is strength. And I don't want to spend eternity away from that. And I don't want you spending eternity away from that. I don't want your family being taken by the undertaker and not knowing and not having that confidence and that assurance that one day you will see them again. I know we can get all emotional and and in our flesh about who we lost and what we lost and what we're going to miss and what we don't have. But it was something that the pastor said that just made me rejoice. I mean, I fell apart. I fell apart. I fell apart. When that casket closed, it was like, but I just, I couldn't breathe. And I thank the Holy Spirit. I thank the Holy Spirit for capturing me because he truly stepped in. And on, the only thing that could come out of my mouth, I was just praying in the spirit. I was just praying in the spirit. I, no other human words, no natural words that could be understood by men came out of my mouth. I just kept praying in the spirit. I had, I, I had no words. And I just kept saying, Jesus, 
Because at that moment, I literally just acknowledged that I just lost my mother and my father 20 years apart. 20 years apart. I was 20 when my mother passed and I'm 40 when my mother, uh, my father passed. And it's, it just hit me like a ton, a ton of bricks. And all I could do is pray in the spirit. That's, that's, I just thank the Holy Spirit for really covering me. Like the Bible says that he will intercede when we don't know what to pray for. He will intercede when we don't have the words to muster that the Holy Spirit will intercede. And I will declare that he interceded for me because I, I had no words. As I'm sitting there and I'm just praying in the spirit and praying in the spirit and I'm just crying 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 and one of the things that the pastor said was instead of re instead of us remorsing and being um angry and sorrowful for him being removed and the loss that we all have to endure he said rejoice because you know where he's going. And it was in that moment that I looked up and I said, Jesus, Jesus, you got my daddy. <laughs> Jesus, you got my daddy and my mommy. <laughs> and I worshiped God because I knew where he went. And I know that may not be the words that you want to hear because you lost your parent or you lost your children or your grandparents or a friend or a lover those are not the words you want to hear but Jesus got them if they are born again if they have given their life to Christ Jesus no matter their mistakes or their shortcomings or their issues if they gave their life to Jesus they did something right because they are with him walking on the streets of gold they are entering into everlasting peace love and joy we we hear it but I don't think we really let it resonate in our spirit that that reality and that revelation come alive they are with Jesus we worship God and we praise God and some of us even say come Lord come even now as the scriptures say but when one of the ones we love are removed from us we somehow get so angry with God and heartbroken with God and we say I don't understand And he knows because he said mourn with those who mourn. Jesus wept at Lazarus' tomb. But like he said, though he die, in me he live because I am the resurrection. I am the resurrection. And we got to know that our fathers and our mothers and our children's and our grandparents and our friends and our loved ones have been resurrected in Christ Jesus. If they have given their life to Christ, they are standing with Christ Jesus, absent from the body, present with the Lord. That revelation hit me different. It hit me different. It hit me different. I was pretty much a mess when I got the word, um, 
I wasn't no good for a while traveling to Texas with my brother and my my daughter. I really wasn't no good. But I can honestly say to you that those words truly comforted me. And after the service, I was okay. I was like, they were Jesus. They were Jesus. I want I want I want to be with Jesus too. And that that gave me hope. Truly it gave me hope. Like Lord, I'm not going to spend the rest of this time mourning, but I will worship and I will rejoice because just as much as I know that I am the daughter of the most high God, my father was the son of the most high God and my heavenly father came and got his son. Who am I to tell him he can't take his children? Who am I to tell him that it wasn't time? Him and all of his sovereignty. Him and his omniscience. How can I tell God he he was wrong? He's almighty, all-powerful, all-knowing. The beginning from the end. God knows. And that brought a lot of comfort to me. And I'm sharing this with you because I woke up this morning and I just received a message from one of my sisters in the Lord who just lost her mom today. And my heart just broke because I know I know that pain and I know that not having that understanding and that clarity. And there's so many, there's so many of you who have lost so, so much this year, last year within the past five you just been losing people left and right and your heart is heavy and your heart don't understand and you're looking for clarity and you're looking for Jesus to just give you and give you a word and I encourage you my brother and I encourage you my sister please know that they are with Jesus they're with Jesus and we have to have that confidence because we declare and we decree the second coming of Christ Jesus. And we tell people to get their life together. This is why. That twinkle in the eye doesn't mean when the sky crack open and Jesus descends from the clouds. That twinkling of the eye could be in a, in a minute. Two days from now. Four days from now. Each of us have that twinkling of an eye moment. And we need to know where we are going. We need to have that confidence that if God was to take me right now, I am going into paradise. I am going to be in the presence of my God. That is something that we need to get right. If we can't get nothing else right, we're flawed. We're imperfect. We're a mess. But if we can't get anything right, we need to get right with Jesus. That's the only thing that we need to do because it's in that, in that we are, we are assured eternity. I'm not perfect by any means. I am flawed, flawed, but I know where I'm going. I know where I'm going. (laughs) Do you know where you're going, sis? Do you know where you're going, bro? Because now is the time to get that right. You're not going to get everything right. And honestly, I don't think we're supposed to. I think there's some things we need to get wrong so we can learn and do better than those before us. 
I think we're supposed to make mistakes so that we can learn how to do things better the next time. That's how we grow. That's how we learn. We fall. We make mistakes. And even giving your life to Christ, you're going to fall. You're going to make mistakes. You're not going to get it right. But it's in that seal. Because when you call on the name of Jesus Christ, you are sealed to the day of redemption. You are sealed in the blood. That seal covers you. That seal protects you. That seal gets you to the next step, gets you to the next journey. A righteous man falls seven times and get back up. God is not looking for you not to fall, but God is looking for you to make the decision and say, I want Christ and Christ alone, that there is no other. There's no other God beside him. It is in that confession. It is in that declaration that you get it right. That's it. That's the only thing you can get right. Everything else, you're going to fall. You're going to fail. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to upset people. You're going to offend people. You're going to hurt people. But the only thing that you can get right is by calling on the name of Jesus that you may be saved. Because when your time comes and it's coming, it's coming. You will be assured and you would have the confidence of where you're going. Now, I'm not big on telling people, hey, share this, share this, share this. I, I allow people to be led by the Holy Spirit. And if it's a message that pricks their heart, if it's a message that convicts them to repentance, then they will share it. But today, I ask you to share this with your friends and your family because they need to know where they are going. They need to know that they're not going to get a lot right in this earthly realm. But one thing they must get right is to get their life in the hands of Christ so that they can have the confidence of knowing where they are going and that they can rejoice at the absence of a loved one because they know where they are going I need that for you family I need that for you as I, 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 as I come here and I share my heart, I pray that the Spirit of God is just really resting upon you even now. You may have given your life to Christ and maybe this life, I'm sorry, maybe this message doesn't really apply. So let it cause you to rejoice in knowing that you know where you're going. Or maybe you have backslid it and you've been really having a hard time to get it right. <laughs> You're not perfect, bro. You're not pro- perfect, sis. Don't condemn yourself for there is now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Repent and get back online. Get back to the table and sit and eat with your father. Repentance is the only requirement. 
Sometimes we beat ourselves up and we allow the devil to beat us up. God don't love us no more. God has left us and God is gone. But that's a lie. Repentance is required. Repentance. Or maybe you're hearing this and you've been struggling with the idea of religion and who is the one and true and only God. And you got so many voices coming in and out of your ear. And right now you stand either an unbeliever, an atheist, a Muslim, a Hindu, whatever the case may be. I challenge you to call on the name of Jesus Christ and ask him to reveal himself to you that if you are real, show up, show me that I too may be saved. And I promise you he will because that is, that is the cry I cried when I gave my life to the Lord. In the floor, on the floor, in my living room, with the police at my door, I cried, Jesus, if you're real, now is the time. I'm going to need you to show up and show me. And he did. He did, family. So I, I encourage you and I challenge you to call on the name of Jesus and ask him if he is real to manifest himself to you that you too can be saved and you too will have that hope of knowing where you're going without any confusion, without any doubt, you could rejoice of knowing where you're going. Please share this with your friends and your family. This is a timely message. This is important. Family tomorrow is not promising. You can't make the decision when you're dead. You can't give your life to Christ in this, the spirit of death have took your life. Procrastination is a sin. And it's one of the devil's tactics to keep you out of alignment with God. You can't get yourself together. You can't heal yourself. You can't stop that addiction on your own. We have so many excuses to why we can't. Oh, uh, I can't go to church right now. I can't. I can't get saved right now. I, 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 I'm this way. I'm that way. Let me tell you something. The power of the blood. There's nothing. There's no sin. There's nothing to, nothing to on this earth. Nothing can stand in the presence of the blood of Jesus Christ. There's no sin that cannot be covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. Don't let the devil lie to you by telling you, you need to get yourself together before you get to Christ. It's a lie. It's a trap. It's a snare to keep you bound in sin, to keep you bound in that habitual cycle it's a lie. The only thing that can heal, make whole, turn around for the good is Christ Jesus. And when you give your life to him, you will see that the power is in him, not in your own might. You can't do it, sis. You can't do it, bro. We can't clean ourselves. We can't heal ourselves. We can't do it. We're flawed. We're flawed. We can't. That's why we needed the perfect sacrifice to do what we couldn't. 
unspotted, unblemished. We needed a perfect sacrifice because we are not perfect. We're flawed. We're defected. And we can't. Broken can't fix broken. But whole, hallelujah, the power of the one that is whole can make you whole. So I encourage each and every one of you, whatever state you are in right now, rejoice, repent, confess, because you want that confidence of knowing where you are going. I can't stretch it enough. It is. Tomorrow isn't promised. And we really need to get it right. And that's the only thing we can get right. Is calling on the name of Jesus. Everything else. Will fail. Anything else we put our confidence in will crumble. But thanks be to God who loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son that who should ever call on the name of Jesus Christ shall and forever will be saved. That seal is a real deal. That seal, hallelujah, is a real deal, family. Can't nobody take that seal away from you. You get sealed, I'm telling you, you're going to fall. You're going to mess up. But that seal got you. Like I said, my father, he was flawed and he made many mistakes. But the one thing he did get right was calling on the name of Jesus. And that gives me hope. And that gives me confidence that one day I will see him again. That one day I will see him and we will all walk together on the streets of gold. That gives me the confidence and the comfort of knowing that right now him and my mother are in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. As much as I love Jesus, as much as I love his word and the power of his spirit, I find comfort in knowing that my parents are with him. And that gives me hope. So I was so blessed by the message and it hit me real different. And I pray that this hits you different, even though you may be in the midst of mourning and your heart is broken. Hope. Hope. Know that they are in the presence of God. And let this be what catapults you into the presence of the Lord. Let this be. Let this be the word that causes you to be like the woman by the well. Come, come see a man that has told me all I've ever done. There are souls that will never be won from the kingdom if you don't win them. You are anointed. You have an assignment There are souls attached to you, brother. 
There are souls attached to you, sister, and to you get out of your flesh and out of your feelings and begin to declare and agree the word of the Lord and confess that there is one greater. Confess that there is one mightier. Confess that there is one that is everlasting. There will be souls that will not be one. It's time to get on assignment. It's time to get on your post. It's time. Tomorrow is not promised. So I pray, I pray that the spirit of God is moving. Even as I speak, everyone under the sound of my voice, spirit of the living God, I bless you today. I thank you for this timely message. I thank you for the comfort, Holy Spirit, that you have given me. Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus that you bring comfort to all of my brothers and sisters that are in the midst of mourning. Father, I ask that you wrap your loving arms around them in the mighty name of Jesus and give them the peace that surpass understanding. Father, I ask that you open the eyes of their understanding that they too can confess and decree that their family, their loved one is in the presence of Jesus. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I thank you as you release an anointing to break off the yoke of procrastination. Any brother or sister that is not operating in their mantle or in position that you release an anointing that empowers them, that catapults them right into their position, that you align them, that you will regulate them in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bless you and I thank you for being the God that is always on the throne and in control as you are causing all things to work together for the good to them who love you according to your will and their purpose for their life. Father, I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your mercy, son of David. I thank you for passing us not, but being the prince of peace. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you as you begin to consume, consume them with your love, consume them with your peace, consume them with your joy, oh God, as they mourn, oh God, over their loved one. Father, I thank you as you give them the tenacity and the boldness to begin to declare and decree the word of the Lord in this hour for such a time as this because you oh God you oh God are standing waiting for your children to enter into paradise father give us a hunger for lost souls father give us a desire for those that are asleep in this world help us oh God to awake out of our slumber that we could be alert in the spirit father father in the name of Jesus Christ oh God, awaken us out of our slumber, oh God, and align us, oh God, that we would be on post and be instruments, oh God, of being vessels of honor for such a time as this, as you begin to breathe into the nostrils of every son and every daughter, oh God, that is listening to this podcast. Father, I thank you. I thank you for increase. I thank you for enlarging their borders. I thank you for enlarging their ministries. I thank you for the grace that is sufficient to get them through every adversity and every storm that they face father i thank you for strength being made perfect in the midst of their weakness father i thank you oh god as you are putting fire on their tongue even now to declare and decree thus says the lord father i thank you for the anointing oh god that breaketh the yoke father i thank you for your angels that are being launched out oh god to minister for it is written aren't all spirits or angels are ministering spirits to those who inherit salvation Father, I thank you for the word. I thank you for the word. I thank you for the word that will never return unto us void, but will accomplish all that you have caused it to in our lives. So as we declare the word, let it be so. As
As we confess the word, let it be so. As we speak the word, let it be so. Father, I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ for being Abba Father. Being a father to the fatherless and a mother to the motherless and a friend to the friendless. Father, I thank you as you begin to manifest yourself in ways that we have never seen you before. Because our eyes haven't seen and our ears haven't heard nor has it entered into our heart what you have in store for those who love you. So I thank you. I thank you, Father, for being all that we need. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Family, I love you with the love of God. And may he keep you until I speak to you again. Be blessed.